You're listening to Insights for Living with Pastor Boju Oyemade. Pastor Boju is the senior pastor of the Covenant Nation. This evening, I want to continue on the subject of patience and just share um, what I would term exact steps in working in this. Uh, we started out with Hebrews chapter 6 and verse 12. Uh, we said the scripture said that you should not, uh, it says here, be slothful, but followers of them who through faith and patience inherit the promises. So you shall be followers of them who through faith and patience, the Bible says, inherit the promises. I will say, what does patience mean? Uh, very important, our minds are renewed so we cooperate with God. Uh, the word patience doesn't mean that we are waiting on time and the person that can wait for a longer period of time is therefore more patient than the person who, all right, uh, or gets it at a shorter period of time. Now, there's a time element. In other words, time is required for you as a person to mature and to grow so that you have the capacity to handle what you have put your faith out for. But if during that period of time, there is no growth or increase in your capacity, then it's not going to tell in terms of Determine when anything is going to happen in your life. So during that period, there's an exercise for expansion and increase of your capacity that God will take you through. Uh, the Bible says that Jesus, when he was baptized in the Holy Ghost, he was led forth into the wilderness and there he was tempted. He was tempted by um, um, the uh, Satan in the wilderness after he was baptized in the Holy Ghost. So he entered into the wilderness for a purpose of, of expansion of his capacity so that he could now work in the power of the Spirit of God. Same thing with the children of Israel that came out of Egypt. They entered into the wilderness and there God wanted them to learn certain lessons. It wasn't about time. It was about the lessons that God wanted them to learn. For God says they could have used 11 days they could even have gone three days. But then what was stipulated was 40 days. But they spent 40 years there. And the changing of days to years wasn't the will of God, but the fruit of disobedience. 
So we shouldn't take this thing of patience, we are saying that, as enduring through time. We said it's the response, the right response to people, the right response to God and to men, right, that will cause you to inherit the promises. You put your trust in God, and then you respond to people when the pressure is on in a certain way. So what I want to share this evening are the exact steps or the exact response to people as laid out in the Word of God in detail. Psalm 23 verse 1. The Lord is my shepherd, therefore I will not lie. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. My shepherd will lead me beside the still waters. And he will restore my soul. He will lead me in paths of righteousness. So he is leading you in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. This path of righteousness is a walk through the valley of the shadow of death. In other words, the path there that leads you to a place where you'll have no lack, to a place where you will not have any wants in your life, I will show this, is a path through a dark alley. It's just like saying that somebody says, I want to lead you now, all right, so where you are going to get an abundance of things and treasure. And you're walking and walking and walking from time, he turns, says, take the left turn, and you start walking through this dark alley where you can hear your footsteps, where you begin to hear noises in the forest. And it says, I'm leading you through that path in life. And don't fear any evil. I mean, you are hearing like creeping things. You are hearing crickets, all of that, and sudden movements in the bush. It says, this is the authentic way. Now, many people, when they get into that place, will turn back. You get what I'm saying? All right? And say, look, I don't understand this rule. No, I'm going back. Now, it is the path of righteousness. It is through the valley of the shadow of death. It says, fear no evil, for I am with you. We'll say this, my rod and my staff, they will comfort you. And then he has prepared a table before you right there in the presence of your enemies, your head is going to be anointed with fresh oil. This means you start thinking differently. The oil of God goes into your head. The Holy Spirit enters and permeates your mind. You have what is called possibility thinking. You come to a place where you realize that the fact that initially you don't see any way out of the situation doesn't mean that there is no way out of it. Uh, you come to see that, listen, Life, all right, can offer possibilities that at the beginning you weren't thinking about. Uh, that you come, you are liberated 
from that confinement of your own understanding of things. And the fact that at this present moment, I don't see any way out doesn't mean that there's no way out. Something has to break forth in your mind. That's anointing your head with fresh oil. The children of Israel are taken out of Egypt. All right, taken into the promised land. On their way there, they got into this valley of the shadow of death. Uh, they got into this place where they looked left, right. There was absolutely no water anywhere. Got to places where the only water was bitter water. Hagar left Abraham's house just with a loaf of bread and a bottle of water. And Ishmael was the first son of, of Abraham. And all he was given was a loaf of bread and a bottle of water. And he went out there into the wilderness. And after some time, she sat there and put her son far away from her because she didn't want to see him die. There was no help in sight. She looked around. There was no water, nothing anywhere. Until the boy cried unto God. And Abraham must have taught him. That listen in this walk with God. When you come to an end in yourself is not an end. Do you understand what I'm saying? The fact that you see no way out doesn't mean there's no way out. The fact that you look all around yourself and you cannot find what to do doesn't mean. So Moses got there and what they were saying was the power of listening to God. When you get to that point. Moses got there, God said, cut that branch, throw it into that water. The water became sweet. Hagar was there. Ishmael cried unto God. God opened the eyes of Hagar to see a well of water right there, which she didn't see before. So the fact that you can't see anything doesn't mean there's nothing. Do you get what I'm saying? Now, when you go through that kind of experience, you no longer trust your personal assessment. That's what God wants you to understand. That you think that something is right, you look at it. I've been here before. I thought it was right, and it was wrong. That man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes out of God. So it's about rewiring your mind. It's about destabilizing your own perspective of life. Uh, destroying your belief system. Uprooting things that have been entrenched on the inside of you. Shake, it's a shaking that is going on. Uh, to dislodge certain things that you have held on to about life that, you know, doesn't really... Uh, so, one thing you understand is, look, fear not. There is a way out. You understand? Fear not. There is a way out. Go and worship. Fear not. Many people have not understood this. And so what has happened is we find it in Psalm 107, verses 9 to 11. They didn't go through the valley of the shadow of death. They are seated in that valley of the shadow of death. For he satisfied the longing soul and filled the hungry with soul with goodness. Such as sit in darkness. So, and in the shadow of death. So it's just a shadow, but they are seated there. And many people are there, you know, complaining about what they went through, uh, talking about how they were treated by people, you know, uh, uh, throwing up the victim card as though, you know, and, and, and it's like, 
This is a badge here, you know, that gives me the right to be seated. You are not the only one that has been betrayed and you won't be the last person. And that won't be the last time. Do you understand what I'm saying here? That you trusted somebody and they misbehaved. It's not the first time. It won't be the last time. The Bible says the affliction you are going through, all of your brethren throughout the entire world is going through the same thing. It's not just you. The reason why you don't, they don't, you don't see it on them is that they are not wearing the circumstance. You get what I'm saying? They are not putting it on. You are the one who is wearing it. They are not putting it on. They are looking at, what they are looking for is the table that God has prepared for them in the presence there of their enemies. And so the next verse, it says, those that are seated there, bound in affliction and iron. Why? Because they rebelled against the words of the Lord and contemned the counsel of the Most High. Which means there were things that the Lord was suggesting at that point to do. You know, I really don't understand. I, you know, I put up something on, on Facebook about praying for your friends and all that. And somebody wrote and said, but, but what am I supposed to pray for them when they hurt me? As though, you know, it's, people don't understand that what they are saying is not Christianity. It's just like Jesus on the cross saying that, eh, you've hurt me. I'm coming down. There's no salvation. I mean, I, I, I don't understand what people, and people say it as though, you know, my feelings must be brought into the place. My name is Nkebet Meshele. I've been in the community groups for about three years now. I started out as a member of the Women in Leadership community. It was such an amazing experience. From there, we formed life fellowships and we're still together now, about five of us. It's always important when you're in a group of people who understand where you are, who are in the same level of life as you are, and your prayer points align, and you just have someone to hold your hand through the process. I also was opportunity to lead the women in business group, and now I sit on the board of the community groups where I have the privilege and honor to lead the senior citizens group new skills and I led the diaspora in the last semester. One thing about the community groups is just the fellowship that you see where you have people who can tell you don't worry I've been through this and you can make it too. There's no point doing life alone. There's a community for everyone. I encourage you to go onto the community groups um, website. You would find a group that suits you. Registrations have started and we look forward to welcoming you into this community. Sunday, the Covenant Nation welcomes you to worship with us in the city of Port Harcourt. Whether you live or work within or around the Garden City, you can now join Pastor Poju Oyemade as he shares practical insights from God's Word applicable to your life right now. Join us every Sunday at Genesis Deluxe Cinemas, 39 Tombia Street, GRA Port Harcourt, River State. Time is 9 a.m. Invite family members, invite friends, come. Let's experience God's worship and the power in another dimension. Powered by the Covenant Nation. So patience here, we've discussed faith here, feeding on the word of God. Patience here, 
Romans chapter 12 and verse 12. Romans 12, 12, it says that we shall rejoice in hope, which means keep rejoicing regardless of what happened in your hope. Patient in tribulation. So you exercise this and continuing instant in prayer. So patience and tribulation go together. It's your response during the time of tribulation or trial or your test. James chapter 1, count it, verse 1. All joy, my brethren, when you fall into diverse temptation and trial, knowing that the trial of your faith, or verse 2, all right? Break hand, all joy, fall, diverse temptation, knowing this, that the trial of your faith, next verse, all right, worketh patient. So that's where patience works, when your faith is being tried. So by faith and patience, which means the faith is tried, all right, things contradict the faith, and then you add to that faith patience, which means you respond correctly to what's going on on the outside, and by that you inherit the promise there. Rejoicing in hope, patience in tribulation. Let me just show you again the association between tribulation and patience. Uh, um, Romans chapter 5 and verse 1. Being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus, by whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. We rejoice not only, all right, and not only so, but we glory in tribulations. Also, knowing that tribulation worketh what? Patience. So patience is what you exercise in trying and testing times. So it's not just waiting on time. Is your response to tribulation. Uh, wrong response is that you get offended. You are, you are offended, all right, at everyone, and eventually you are offended in God, really. But patience is, is a response. Uh, and it's this response that we are teaching. What are the laid down detailed steps that you are supposed to take in this. Bible says love is long-suffering or suffereth long or is patient and kind. Love is patient and kind. Uh, and during this time, the next verse is, oh, keep it there, is patient and kind and envieth not. So, so in a time of test again, envy can come and says, don't be like Cain who slew his brother, which means things are not going, you are under pressure. Other people are advancing and, and going and, and you are still there. And then envy comes and, 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 and you know, instead of exercising patience there, you, you, you know, you, you slay, all right, your brother there. Uh, part of what happens there is that you learn. I mean, I mean one, I'm going to play this thing. I mean, if you call three of the, if you, I mean, it's, it's debatable, but if you say three of the best basketballers in, in, in modern times in America, you will say Michael Jordan, you will say Kobe Bryant, you say Leroy, um, LeBron James. So you, you, well, you could, it will depend on how you make your assessment. But it's one of the three, three of them at top three. And um, I mean, I played this for how um, 
Kobe Bryant will be practicing. At early hours of the morning, practicing, practicing, practicing. Now, all these all these people were, were not, I mean, I mean, they went through things to, 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 to get to where they were. Uh, they were not number one pick. They, some of them didn't make the high school team. Are, are you following what I'm saying? You, because it's, it's, all, it's all the process of building and developing, and then the legs. But, I, I mean, I saw, I saw Cobran, I was watching a video of his, and, and during this time of tribulation, things are not working for you. I mean, you respond correctly, but, but at the same time, God told Cain, he said, if thou doest well, you will, all, you will be accepted also. I mean, Kobe Bryant, with all he's known as the best basketballer at that particular point in time, went to pay. I think he paid almost $100,000 an hour to Akim Olajuwon to teach him some styles. And they recorded it on YouTube. It's not hidden. At that time, he was the best player in NBA. He still was able to be tutored by somebody he felt had some skills he did not have. Instead of being angry at people moving ahead, learn from them. You get what I'm saying? Don't just say they are cheating. All right? Be hearing stories that are baseless. All right? Go and learn from them. Instead of getting angry, and that's why he says, you have not because you ask not. He says, why do you kill and all these things? He says, it's, it's out of envy. It's out of loss that is inside your heart. So Hebrews chapter 6 and verse 15 the Bible says, after he had patiently endured, same what I suffered long, he obtained uh, the promises of God. So there's patience here. Get into it. James chapter 5, verses 9 of verses 7 to 11. James chapter 5. Be patient, bread therefore, brethren, Unto the coming of the Lord. Behold, the husbandman that waited for the precious fruit of the earth hath long patience, which means those that will get the precious fruit of this earth. You see anybody with the precious fruit of this earth, all right? They have gone through all kinds of treatment from people and they have held their peace. Let me repeat what I'm saying. You see anybody holding the precious fruit of this earth? They have, they have, they have been treated left, right, and, and, and they held their peace. In other words, they responded. Anybody that has access to the precious fruit, all right, of the earth. The, the, look. Listen, people, I don't say things. Many of them, this is not recent times. I've invited somebody because I'm not, I don't, I don't hold things if a person is gifted. And I'm not, I don't. I mean, I'm going to preach in a place before. I mean, we're going to take all these things into the head here. Let me give an example. <laughs> one time, one of the staff called me, said, Pastor, he said, come, come and see these people on their website. I said, what's it? He said, Chiton. I said, look at it. This is a ministry that went to advertise somewhere, this many years ago, when we just started Wafbeck, that um, we, in collaboration with Covenant Christian Center, host Wafbeck. They, in collaboration. <laughs> People you invited. And they were showing it in a big conference in America. 
and I knew what they wanted to do, to raise money from the people that this is mission work that we are doing. Just say Covenant Christian and we went, but you say in collaboration. So she showed me, Pastor, can they say this? I said, calm down, calm down. I said, you see that we're inviting different ministers. People are saying that this is a place where it is the biggest interdenominational conference now that people from, I said, look, what, what, did, what stopped this kind of conference from happening is that people would do things that would get people angry. And when they're angry, they'll say, look, I'm not doing it again. This Sunday, the Covenant Nation welcomes you to worship with us in the city of Port Harcourt. Whether you live or work within or around the Garden City, you can now join Pastor Poju Oyemade as he shares practical insights from God's Word applicable to your life right now. Join us every Sunday at Genesis Deluxe Cinemas, 39 Tombia Street, GRA Port Harcourt, River State. Time is 9 a.m. Invite family members, invite friends, come. Let's experience God's worship and the power in another dimension. Powered by the Covenant Nation. My name is Titi Adelsi, and don't know a member of the Covenant Nation, I joined the Techpreneur Community Group. It was awesome. It was informative, it was educational, and it really exceeded my expectation. One of the main reasons for joining the Techpreneur Group was I wanted to expand my network. I wanted to meet more people that are in the same space with me, and they blew my mind. Honestly, some people that I would not have expected to meet, I was still looking for an opportunity to, to meet with them. I was able to meet them in the group. And they were so warm, so welcoming, so open. They shared a lot during all the sessions. I would really highly recommend anyone looking to join a community, looking for a place that feels like home, where you meet people that you have common interests with and you're looking for deep relationship. In the end, one of the main things I took away from it is don't do life alone. So if you're doing life alone, wow, you've got it all wrong. I would advise that you look for a community group that has an in the same interest that you have and join one today. It was awesome, it was wonderful, and I will highly recommend it to everyone. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. To listen to the full message or any other message, please visit our website at www.insightsforliving.org. For any inquiries, please call 0818 600 0082. God bless you.